following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to Fantasy Beasts and where to find them. The show that's quickly becoming a uh, a moving piece, switching over to a uh, to a new network that is the Tiki Tribe Production T- Pro Tiki Tribe TV Pro Network. Guys, I'm your host Kyle Ranny. Uh, welcome back again. I'm by myself this week. Jason's still out on vacation. But uh, guys, we are here. We're ready to talk some news and get another quick episode out. Still hopeful to maybe get a maybe get an episode in uh, this this week with uh, with a, with a special guest. But not going to lock anything in and and put my foot in my mouth yet. Guys, there's a lot of football news again. Only only a few days this time, and I've got almost three pages worth of notes, news, and stuff to take up. First and foremost, a guy uh, who a lot of people probably would have called a Shocking pick last year. Wide receiver Anthony Schwartz of the Cleveland Browns uh, has complimented wide receiver Amari Cooper, a new Cleveland Brown, for assisting a lot of the players there with learning routes. He's helped break down route trees, teach route running better, and really is helping to work and be the top veteran in that uh, locker room. Granted, he's not even the oldest wide receiver on that roster, but he's got the most NFL playing time on that roster. Um, so interesting to see if uh, Schwartz, who's a third-round pick, can really piece it together. If this is going to be a good sign for a, a guy like uh, David Bell, a rookie. Um, but to really see where this can continue here. The Pittsburgh Steelers, sixth-round pick, Connor Hayward, tight end, brother of uh, defensive tackle Cam Hayward, has shown an incredible chemistry already with rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett. Uh, Pickett notably getting second and third-team reps. But Pickett's shown that he he's thrown early and often to Hayward, who was not really known as much of a receiving tight end coming out of college. There, um, a nice little factor though. I don't I don't know if Pittsburgh expected to get that. I know obviously they know football blood runs deep with the Haywards, but yeah. So Connor Hayward, a guy maybe in dynasty to to look out for, give it a couple more years down the line. Um, Following up from last week, we discussed Paris Campbell looking good, running clean routes, uh, coming back from his injury. It's being reported now that the chemistry there as well. Uh, comfortable working with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's comfortable throwing to him. Matt Ryan obviously coming over in the offseason in a trade with Indy. Um, you know, you kind of expected to be Michael Pittman. You expected that they'd do something different. And it looks like Paris Campbell's more than willing and ready to head out for a breakout this year. So uh, big big news on Paris Campbell's front. Uh, running back A.J. Dillon is hopeful to become more of an all-purpose back this offseason. I don't really know what that means in terms of Aaron Jones still being there. But it looks like Dillon's expecting and hopeful to be able to see all three downs of work instead of just being you know that power back, the guy who comes in as a change of pace. So it looks like they're going to really do their damnedest to make sure A.J. Dillon can get on the field, or at least he's going to. 
Baltimore Ravens tight end Mark Andrews has discussed that wide receiver Rashad Bateman has shown an increased and heavily, I, I guess, improved ability to create separation as a selling point this offseason. Uh, all his routes are crisp. He's getting open sooner. And he, you know, Andrews really thinks that's going to be the thing that helps him step up to be the new number one there with the with the loss of Hollywood Brown. The Atlanta Falcons tight end, fourth overall pick last year, Kyle Pitts, admits his biggest challenge as a rookie was facing coverage from Stephon Gilmore. He thought going into that game, man, I'm faster than him. He's an old slow guy. It's going to be fine. He said he was not expecting the mental sharpness out of Gilmore and the ability to just lock him up as quick as he did that entire game. He said that was really his turning point of the season. So it'll be interesting to see if we can see Pitts take that next step forward this year on top of what he did last year. New York Giants' Daniel Jones is locked in mentally preparing for this season. Uh, And... By that, we mean he's not looking forward to his contract expiring. He's not looking at, you know, where am I going to play next year? He's looking at solely the season ahead. What do I have to do to maintain this job? How do I have to be my best quarterback I can be? And what do I have to do to prove to the coaches I should stick, I guess, and keep this job all year long? Um, So an interesting, you know, mental approach. Daniel Jones had a couple good games last year. Obviously had that scary neck injury. He's he's shown flashes. He's almost he he very much shown, reminds me of Derek Carr. He will have horrible games and he'll have phenomenal games. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if you know Daniel Jones can can keep this together here and and go from there. David Newton of ESPN is reporting that the breakout candidate out of Carolina this year may very well be former second round pick wide receiver Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, stating he's regained full burst and full speed coming off last year's ankle injury, and he really might be able to take hold, especially with the news we'll get to in a bit. Um, but Terrace Marshall, a name to watch for, especially if you're a dynasty guy, if you're looking to grab like a, a 16, 17-round pick in a deeper league, might be worth the bang for your buck. The PFF, Pro Football Focus, is expecting the New Orleans Saints to have increased interest and serious uh, talks with the Cleveland Browns if Cleveland does indeed plan to trade running back Kareem Hunt. Uh, It's becoming more and more assumed in New Orleans that they will have Alvin Kamara missing at least six games, if not more, due to the pending pending off-field issues going on with him. And Kareem Hunt going into a... Going into a contract here would probably be the best case scenario, obviously, if they can pry him from Cleveland. Cleveland already has Ernest Johnson. They've got Jerome Ford, who they picked in the fifth round, and they've got Nick Chubb. Uh, so Kareem Hunt might be willing to be had, and New Orleans could be the benefit of that option. Staying with running backs, though, LA Rams' Cam Akers acknowledged that his return from his Achilles injury was less than stellar last year. Acknowledges he left a lot of plays on the field and knows that he can be better. Obviously, not an easy injury to come back from, especially within like an eight-month period. He was playing by week seven or by week eighteen last year, and he injured himself into the beginning of camp. Uh, Acres expected to be fully rehabbed and healed. We will see if he is indeed going to take these steps forward and uh, come back as a stronger back, more like what we saw his or his rookie year. Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin is leaning on running back Najee Harris to take the steps. Uh, to become a centerpiece and bell cow back for the team this year. With that 
lack of Ben Roethlisberger, lack of an offensive identity. It looks like Mike Tomlin's going to do less to put it on a rookie quarterback and or Mitch Trubisky and really wants to put the ball in Najee's hands. Says he did a lot last year, but he wants to see him take that next step forward. A fun fantasy note, a guy who's probably going to be a top 10 pick, but might want to be considered even higher here. We already know people are going to be infatuated with Cooper Cup this upcoming season. I love me Cooper Cup, but a notable note a lot of people are forgetting, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's hopeful that with former Rams offensive coordinator, the guy who helped mastermind Cooper Cup last year, Kevin O'Connell, as a head coach there in Minnesota now, that he can also start producing Cooper Cup-style production as soon as this year. Uh, Justin Jefferson being potentially your third or fourth receiver off the board and producing at a Cooper Cup level would be well worth your bang for your buck. I think I would move Justin Jefferson in my books to receiver one on the board, where if you're looking to go running back receiver and he's there, you have to jump on him. Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr says he feels like a better football player since the arrival of Josh McDaniels. Uh, Said he truthfully is a football IQ genius. Everything he's being taught feels like it fits better. He thinks that the offense is going to hum and thinks that Josh is just a great coach in general. Obviously, we've seen this go go wrong in the past here, guys. But it's been different offenses, different schemes, not much talent. The Raiders would put all the pieces in place, man. Uh, Derek Carr could be a fantasy sleeper this upcoming season. That's that's a real fact. ESPN's Tim McManus believes wide receiver Quez Watkins um, might be the surprise breakout performer of the year. A guy who was a fifth-round pick from Philadelphia a couple years ago. Granted, yes, they've they've put some real talent on the board, and they've kept drafting receivers, but uh, they think Quez Watkins could take the step forward and, and, and achieve a spot that no one has yet there. So McManus uh, betting money on Watkins. The Atlanta Falcons are expecting recently acquired wide receiver Brian Edwards to have a phenomenal year. On paper, it does make a lot of sense. Uh, was a very highly billed guy out of... Uh, Vegas the last two years never really got the shine granted a COVID rookie year had a good year last year got a little dinged up and now you're going to put him as the third option and then offense behind Kyle Pitts and Drake London and ultimately it should help Pitts and London kind of work better as it's not just the Kyle Pitts show anymore but the fact that he doesn't have to see immediate top coverage also might help him open up a, a lot the Indianapolis Colts running back Naeem Hines has been getting work during the OTAs and minicamp at wide receiver this year. Looks like Frank Reich is looking to find any excuse to have uh, Hines on the field. So interesting for you as a fantasy player as well. Kind of showing reminisce of J.D. McKissick recently. Edge rusher Von Miller has stated he's planning on playing out the re- entirety of his six-year contract with the Buffalo Bills. It was just signed. Um... Vaughn really out here. It's going to be something to to see. Obviously, a big a big help mentally to the locker room. But as long as he can continue that play six years down the line, possibly one of the better contracts Buffalo could have signed at that point in time too. Uh, the Buffalo connection, though, going to the New York Giants, tight end Daniel Bellinger received first team reps in minicamp and OTA. Could be a real surprise. Fourth-round pick, a guy that they said didn't get much of a chance with a lack of quarterback in college, had a good, um, you know, 
combine and, and pro day, the Giants jumped on where they did, and, and it's looking like they're going to give him a chance to, to take that job. Uh, Mike Cab- or Caboli of The Athletic expects the Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson to try to test the market once his uh, rookie deal is up. He's expected to want to see $20 million. Pittsburgh's probably not going to pay that, so it'll be interesting to see if Deontay Johnson and Pittsburgh come to a head or if Deontay Johnson's going to be heading towards the market. Many sources in Denver currently also are talking, talking about wide receivers. Uh, they're talking about Jerry Judy, granted coming off of a, a quite a bit of an injury-filled year last year. Uh, a lot of people there are expecting that Judy's going to take this next step. His route running looks good, his burst is back, and he's going to get a competent quarterback for the first time, really. Uh, nothing against Drew Locke, but like, Russ Wilson and Drew Locke is quite an upgrade. Uh, so a lot of people expected and excited to see Jerry Judy really take that next step. Speaking of excited quarterback, quarterback Justin Herbert is ecstatic that wide receiver Mike Williams resigned with the team this offseason. Said that he knew if they needed a, a catch in the in the prime, a catch in the winding minutes of a game, Mike Williams was his guy. Mike Williams really helped produce with the team last year, really taking a step forward. Herbert, really a fan, and the connection there just continues to bud. So keep an eye out for Mike Williams, especially with Keenan Allen getting a little bit of age on him. The we'll, we'll save that one for the end here. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons have signed former defensive tackle of the Chicago Bears, Eddie Goldman, a guy who in the past has been one of the best defensive tackles in the league, has gotten into himself a little bit of issue with injury as of late, but still a competent player nonetheless. He's going to come in and, and be part of the rotation, uh, Grady Jarrett's still the top guy there, I believe. But uh, interesting to see that signing today. Speaking of the Atlanta Falcons, running back slash receiver Cordero Patterson is expected to see more monitored work this year after the team noticed that as his road load ramped up in the back half of the year, his production started to turn down. Uh, most notably, the last five weeks of the fantasy football season in the regular season, he really struggled to get anything over 10 fantasy points a game. He, he was not the same player he was in the first 10 weeks. So really, Cordero Patterson, they're looking to monitor him and use him sparsely, rotate him in and out, and try to get him those home run balls versus the multiple shots a game. Tight, or Tennessee Titans slot wide receiver, rookie out of UCLA, Kyle Phillips, maybe in line to see some, ex, or some extended time this season. Uh, I believe a fifth or sixth round pick out of UCLA. A guy who I liked his route running, but he's really making a name for himself with this team currently with his run blocking. Uh, something he said he was taught very strongly at UCLA to get on the field. He had to be a run blocker. He proved he can be a productive receiver as well. Uh, and I guess if if you can keep yourself on the field in the pro level, you decide you want to go with uh, you know some play action or something. Get everybody to drop into the box. Kyle kind of throws a chip block and goes into the slat. You never know where we're going to get. So Kyle Phillips, a name to watch. But the biggest news of the day is something we'll finish up on. The Carolina Panthers have traded a fifth-round pick tentatively for quarterback Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, really an interesting deal. We all kind of had that pegged this offseason. We knew that at some point we kind of thought Baker would be going to Carolina. Baker himself said he's, he didn't plan on going back to Cleveland. And I've definitely heard people ta- with different takes on this. Oh, Cleveland got shelled. Oh, Carolina got shelled. I think this is as close as a win-win as you can come. And yeah, you kind of expected out of a first overall pick that Cleveland would get more than a fifth round. However, Cleveland 
I guess here's the thing. Matt Ryan didn't give a great return to Atlanta. Everybody knew Atlanta was in on the on the Deshaun Watson trade. That hurts value. Who realistically wanted to pay that much for Baker Mayfield when you knew he didn't intend on playing for the team? He wasn't looking to be the starter. Cleveland didn't want him to be the starter. They excused him from training camp. Like, why? Like, I think Cleveland got as much as they could. We know they started trying to get a first and a second. That was shot down. They probably tried for a third. They've gone through the whole draft at this point. To get something out of nothing, a guy who most teams thought was going to be tr- just outright released, that is a win in Cleveland's book. It's not a great win. That's like a baby win. You played a $1 scratch off, you won $2 back. You didn't win a lot, but you can consider yourself a winner. Carolina, yes, they've got money. I guess that's the plus sign. They're they're eating a heavy cap hit from Baker. However, they're actively going to leave a quarter a quarterback competition here. Third-round pick Matt Corral, former fourth overall pick in the 2018 draft, Sam Darnold, and former first overall pick in the 2018, dra- 2018 draft, Baker Mayfield. If they really want to feel special, they can go sign Josh Rosen, the 11th overall pick in that draft, and they can give three of the top 15 picks in that draft a home to try to win a job. Baker is Baker. It's going to be interesting. I don't think Baker's going to go back to his rookie season form. Then again, Cleveland was a mess, and Cleveland wanted to go run first. What's going to benefit Baker is his stats are going to be padded a lot by the fact that he's got a receiving back when healthy. I think Baker will do good enough. I don't think they're going to come out of that division as a top two team. It might not even be a tie. They might finish last still. I think Atlanta's revamped a lot of youth on the offense. Yes, their defense is worse than Carolina's. But I don't see them as a guaranteed team better than New Orleans, and I don't see them guaranteed better. They're definitely not better than Tampa. So it, it'll be interesting. I, I This is really the make or break here for Baker. Here's your new system. Go with a coach who's supposed to be an offensive genius. Sam Darnold might have played his last down as a starter in this league. Take the helm. But it's interesting. Um, Cleveland's officially burying themselves, but doubling down on the decision that was that was made. Uh, chances are, if you own Cleveland products and fantasy, you're going to see a serious downtick, given that you most likely have Jacoby Brissett in the backfield. But other than that, best of luck, Baker. Uh, guys, I think that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for listening. We should be completing our move to our website soon enough. Uh, it will still stay on Spotify. It will still stay on Apple and Amazon if you guys are following along underneath such. Uh, but it will also, if you guys are listeners of the BICBP radio network, uh, we will be moving. It should still be hosted on there, but the the guarantee is going to be that it's, pu- it's pushing right through from our new web- website, uh, tiki-tribe-tv.squarespace.com. Uh, but guys, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios, uh, our dude Damien at the Platterbox Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and most importantly, because nothing goes better with football than wings, our dude Kyle from Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up online, chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram and chickendippin.com. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. And until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.